post. It's a good delivery, and Kizzy's there, and it's in! Joe Kizzy! And Jacob Greaves has touched it in! everyone welcome to the anytime notebook uh, we're here every single week as always mark your card for the weekend across the efl some set piece threats maybe some rampaging wingbacks which i think we got plenty of this week um, some forward thinking holding midfielders maybe in there whatever it is they all get a warm welcome in the pages of the notebook regular listeners welcome back new listeners great to have you on board joining me as always john bywater john good evening it's like we've never been away, Gav. We're back. Just that's it. If you haven't listened to our anti-post recap, I think I'll call it or anti-post update. We took a look yesterday um, on all your favourite podcast places. What forty-five minutes, John, of us kind of going through Championship League One, League Two, looking at um, who's scoring goals, what the markets are telling us. And we'll leave listeners, if you haven't listened, we'll leave you in suspense as to yeah, what we no, may No, no spoilers. Go. I thought the uh, best part was me getting the Leeds team wrong and saying... Good old-fashioned. Yes. Yeah, good old-fashioned, just call people by their surnames. That's right. And That's um, the, the, another highlight was... Um, you saying in the outro I hadn't scored yet and he scored last night. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone oh, yeah. wants to, that's just a taster for people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just literally a minute after me saying, oh, Jamie Vardy is definitely going to get a run. Yeah, he's, he's on the bench. Where no, he's... Yeah. <laughs> Regular listeners um, will not like. be surprised by any of that. Yeah. That's what they tune in for, yeah. right, to, to expect here. Um, right. John, think about last week. I, I weren't too bad, actually. I, I didn't reflect, obviously... <laughs> Not too bad holding back any winners. <laughs> Plenty of non-runners. <laughs> what a thing to do. We had a few non-runners. I mean, DRB, another one who I spoke at length about last week, just missed the fact that what well, he's out until the turn of the year, I think, isn't it? Well, he has, he's not even in the Sheffield Wednesday squad. <laughs> so um, that was good. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I missed that as well until I didn't see why, why he wasn't in the squad. And uh, yeah, very uh, very disappointing for the, for the big man. Brad Hills had a cultured right foot curler that just went wide from 15. As Accrington yes. were rampant, weren't they, against Sutton, as we said they might well be. And Scott Malone had a shot as well, cut inside, blocked by the first defender. Just what you like to see from losing bets. A couple of um, quarter goal XGs for each of those. And um, yeah, we move on to this week. John, you, you had a non-runner. And uh, non-runner and uh, Hayden Carter had the first effort in the game, but it wasn't really much of an effort. So there we go. Um, we started last week with a due index. I know lots of people are already saying this is their favourite part of the podcast, uh, John. Uh, players that are due, um, some of these may or may not be included in some of the larger write-ups in this week's podcast. Sam Lavelle is definitely a name. I was kind of half glad that he didn't score in midweek because his last goal was for Charlton at Lincoln and he went very close for Carlisle at Lincoln in midweek near post header that just went over but that was his fourth header in the last five games I posted on Twitter Connor Shaughnessy healthy contributor to that Portsmouth back line no Ogilvy um, scored in midweek didn't he blank on Tuesday against Barnsley but he still had five efforts in his last four and the only other one John who we both said um, I was going to 
definitely be on the list this week, but Owen Toll, who plays for Bolton, he was sent off against Reading last weekend, but not before he'd had a header cleared off the line. Another went just past the post against Derby the weekend prior as well. His suspension, terrible timing, because Bolton come up against that Peter side that have already conceded four from set pieces. So there might be some more Bolton angles that we'll discuss later on. Um, that's the due index. Those of you that just tuned in for the due index, feel free to log off now. We'll get <laughs> it done. The episode now. That's <laughs> we'll right. get it done nice and early. John, let's start off in the championship. Uh, it looks a good card this weekend. Um, lead us off because there's a huge game. There's a huge game at the Riverside where loser gets the sack, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're calling it, Gav. Um, Middlesbrough versus Southampton. Uh, I think... Carrick is probably under it more or should be at this stage. Um, and But saying that, if, if Southampton do lose here, then uh, Russell Martin is already, he's already getting plenty of stick. He will get some more, I think. Uh, high goal line here, so that's why I was attracted to the game to start with. Um, Southampton can't defend at the moment, so Middlesbrough surely got to come out a bit more here, but we shall see. Um one price that just stuck out a mile for me here, and it's Ryan Manning at 16 to 1, a uh, one point win. Uh, I did check this back. I thought I'd got it wrong, but I hadn't. It, it, the first game of the season, he was 5 to 1, um, which, because I was interested, he had gone to Southampton with Russell Martin. Um, that was on the back of his five goal season last year at Swansea. Uh, he's still getting positionally as far forward but he hasn't to be honest he hasn't really had quality attempts he's had a few attempts um, mainly from distances season he's had five separate attempts but not not the same quality which does explain the the price drift um, but I, you know I expected a drift but I thought he might be around 11s which he is with a few firms but the 16s is a standout mm-hmm. um, surely one of the things Martin's got to be working on is getting him more involved at the front end of the pitch as he was, especially towards the end of last season. So at 16 to 1, I'm, I'm happy to have a bite at Ryan Manning at a one-point win. Fantastic way to lead us off into this week's selections. John, Ryan Manning, 16 mm. to 1. Um, I just had a couple more notes on the championship. No bets for me there. But Dan Ballard finally scored a goal oh. underneath the Sunderland while none of us were looking. We should have great been to see him score a goal? Great to see him score a goal. Long after we'd stopped following him off a cliff. Um, 3-1 win at QPR. The other one I had, big time form squiggle next to his name in the notebook, but Liam Miller, a couple of starts now for, for Preston, former Charlton, was mm. been on loan at Basel going to be very versatile scored in his first start but I'm already seeing plenty of minutes at left wing back attacking left forward I think he's played on the right hand side as well was pushed up front later on against Plymouth in, the, in his in his first start 5-1 to one, neither here nor there but seeing out both the 90 minutes so far it was a key attacking outlet regardless of where he turns up uh Excuse me, John. That's my phone. That's, him, I think that's, that's him ringing you now, isn't that's, it? That's him ringing. Yeah. What, what's the time form? <laughs> squiggle all about that. That's uh, yeah. loads of people trying to figure out what I mean by time form squiggle. Don't they? Yeah, imagine the, the, the Googles have gone up now for that. The Googles have gone <laughs> time form. We're <laughs> finally getting some, um, finally getting some much needed attention. Let's head down into League One. Yeah, looks a, a fair bit. I've got a selection in League One. John, are we, anything, you, nothing you fancied. In, in fact, we did we did both land on 
potentially if we were a bit more sure of the Reading starting eleven, which is feels like a bet in itself if you can name that every every other week. Um, but Dom Ballard, not Dan Ballard, but Dom Ballard made a good start there. Yeah, it's the uh, Ballard special here so far. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mentioned it in in the show we did last night. Looks for looks just looks a good player got on. Absolutely amazing scoring record for Southampton at all levels, apart from senior, obviously, but he's only 18. Um, if he did start, then the four to one would be is probably a point or two too big. Uh, I think you can make the same point for Kalon Vickers, who's also 18, who's been shot into the, the spotlight the last couple of games and has scored and looked very, very lively as well. Um, but He'd probably more likely to start on the bench than Ballard. So yeah, if Ballard started, then the uh, I wouldn't put anyone off the four to one there. Reading very interesting at Blackpool. I know that Reading have looks been, a big price. Reading, yeah, beaten three times on the road, but you look the late goals in all of those defeats. Yeah, put a lot of that to bed. I know it's only the what EFL Cup, but what scored nine at Exeter in midweek when everyone looked like they were having. Plenty of fun and points deductions aside, um, I think uh, yeah, Reading look a huge price. Um, certainly wouldn't be looking at anywhere near the odds on for Blackpool. That's for sure. No, that is. Um, I think Blackpool. If you look at the outright there, I think I think Blackpool will start odds against there. So mm. we shall see. Um, we did mention last week. Here's, here's my first selection. We, we mentioned just in in passing a bit about Lasse Sorensen for Lincoln, and we thought, well, I thought they might have more than an edge backing him when he's on the road. You know, three of his four goals this calendar year have come on the road. Three, four, three, mostly for Lincoln, but it looks like much more attacking productivity when they're away. This year he's had eight shots, six on target, one goal. Look, we're going to get to back him in some nice spots when they when they do uh, go on their travels and such as they do this weekend when Lincoln head to Fratton Park Portsmouth off and away but they haven't kept a clean sheet in the last four conceded two when that game was won at Barnsley in midweek where interestingly Barry Cotter had all the time he wanted to spring forward from right wing back to open the scoring for the Tykes um, 16 to 1 for more of the same from right wing back Alassay Sorensen my first selection what single figures single figures in the right spot at home but hey we mentioned that mm. we might get more productivity out of him away from home and we get to back him at a bigger price one point Lasse Sorensen for Lincoln 16 to 1 for me John I think we're straight down into League 2 we're moving rapidly through tonight's podcast but League 2 here we are where we've both got opinions on lots of things um We'll start off with um, we'll start off with you first, John. Yeah, let's hope they won't be saying "Lassie, come home" after that selection. I like him, they're very good. I've just I've googled that, and that's a 1943 reference. That really is um, that's that's one for the great granddad. That <laughs> Lassie, time form. In all of yes, these things um, feel like they're from another era, but here we go. We really, we really are big on TikTok. Um, <laughs> where, are, where are we? Um, hang on, let, let's mention a little bit more in uh, League One. Um, okay. The Lee Hackett game of the week, as we're now. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. This, <laughs> the spot. It's got to be Bolton v Peterborough. Um, uh, first of all, Bolton have got a lot of injuries, or it looks like they have. <laughs> So, again, I think you could make the case, even though I always get them wrong, that Peterborough look a little bit big here in, on the uh, X2. But aside from that, this has got to be the snippet of the week. Um, 
This the referee in charge tomorrow has sent Ricardo Santos off the last twice he has refereed Bolton. He's also sent off Peter Cayoso the last time he refed him. Uh, they're both going to be the captains tomorrow, and they both qualify on the former club system. Oh so, wow! Yes. So what system? So what system is this? This is the sending off and former club system all in action. Yeah. <sighs> they're going to be, get plenty of mentions tomorrow. Either way, this would yeah, be when you San- want to Santos to score against this uh, dodgy posh defence and to get sent off. There you go. <sighs> Request a bet. You probably can't do that. But. <laughs> No, that would be uh, yeah. You probably get with some red cards in some way, but yeah, be um, yeah. There, well, there might be a knock at the door from the from the people that decide these things. If you started backing specific players in the lower leagues to get yeah, assessed, yeah, their careers you might could not. Get, be you could you could win, but you could get arrested. So <laughs> that's really right. don't, probably don't do that. Um, that's very interesting, well, though, isn't it? it? That, is that yeah, that's that's um, more than a coincidence. It'll be inter- I'm absolutely sure that that would be an interesting it's a, it's coin a, toss. It's a personal issue, according to. To Ian Ever, it's a personal issue. Wow, that's what he said after the last time. So I don't know what that means, but there we go. <laughs> all eyes. Like the, the referee hates Santos. It seems unlikely, but there we go. All eyes on Bolton. Pick your boot tomorrow. Um, league two, then where um, yeah, go on, Johnny. What a league! What a league. What what a league. A, it continues to be, you know, the greatest division in the in the whole of world football, if you ask anyone in this household um where are we going first mk dons yeah why not um i think you've got to start with opposing sutton until further notice Mm. as you've mentioned recently uh they're the worst team in the the division by most ratings you can look at um again i just thought they're, they're, they're still playing for the manager because they've had a few late goals and they've been well beaten and things, but they they can flatter teams. And even with those, they're still not looking very good. Um, I thought the two of the Acton goals where they just cut through them at ease, really. They were sort of good goals last mm-hmm. weekend, but they just look slow and lethargic. Um, whether the, the sort of uh, appeal of playing in the league is sort of... You know, it's just got a bit boring for some of the regulars there. They, they just don't really look at it. Um, yeah, good point. You know, it's it's sort of hard to hard to see how they improve, but maybe they do. I'm not really a fan of MK Dons, as I mentioned before, but they sort of look a fair price here. Really, there's never masses of choice amongst the MK defenders. Um, I did know that Warren O'Hara was pushed up front against Stockport last weekend uh, when they were chasing the game, but that's unlikely to be the case here. Um, but I thought that's worth noting for future notice, possibly against the better sides in the division. Uh, Dan Harvey, your good friend, has, um, he's around 7-1 to one here, which can't really argue with considering it's Sutton is probably around where he should be but I've ended up with his compatriot on the other wing back side and that's Cameron Norman at 12 to 1 uh, quietish this season but there's been a few signs um, two two late efforts in the away game at Colchester uh, he had the first effort of the game last week against Stockport from inside the box uh, he's also been more in his Newport role of right wing back rather than right back of late, which is really the key to this. Uh, six league goals last season, remember? So 
you know, we know he can do the job if he gets in there often enough. And with, without having the price, I was just hoping for any double figures. So 12s is fine, against which seems at this stage one of the, at least one of the worst sides in the division. So it's one point win. Cameron Norman at 12 to 1. Ooh, excellent. I've got another 12 to 1 shot who, um, yeah, short short for me, but I wonder whether this might be the best price we might get to back this player at. Stock, Stockport Wrexham, really interesting game this weekend where you've got the home side, which is still favourites. Wrexham are look, looking solid instead of spectacular on the road. I'm expecting there's going to be a low goal line here, but you factor all of that in and it might be just the best chance we get to back Will Boyle at double figures. 12 to 1 he goes off at. Things that, you know, inspire me with a little bit more here are just county look shocking from set pieces in, in recent weeks. They conceded from a corner against MK Dons last week. Free header from Tommy Smith at the back post, which is nodded down for Isa. Josh Davison from a corner the week before that against Wimbledon. Lawrence Maguire poked one home from a free kick against Crawley. Boyle, Hayden, both going off, you know, as they should do. You know, he's what scored three goals already this season, but they're going off single figures most weeks. Just inspired by, hey, this looks uh, not many opportunities you're going to get where Wrexham aren't going to be favourites, where um, you're going to back, gets back some of their centre-halves at, at good prices. And I thought 12-1 to 1 Will Boyle did look a good price to continue some of that Stockport set-piece pain. And like I said, get his fourth goal of the season. That 12-1 to 1 Will Boyle, who I didn't think I'd put up uh, this season, but price looked right to me. A point on uh, Will Boyle at 12-1 to 1 for Wrexham against Stockport, where a set-piece might just be enough to win it in a low-scoring encounter. It's been 17 minutes since we spoke about um, Accrington. Um, John, yes. fill, fill, that, fill that need we've got for some more Accrington discussion. The Accrington transmitter has already turned off, but <laughs> come back, come back, everybody. Um, Tranmere Accrington, I just wanted to look at this game because I think it's got goals written all over it. Um, first game under Atkins last weekend for Tranmere was a lot more open than the, their previous games. Um, and Accrington are just doing what Accrington do, especially at this level. They're just sort of going for it and it's, it's working out most weeks. I really hoped that. Roser Longillo, who's a mm-hmm. new name, I think, to the pod, uh, would be double figures here, but he's six to one best. Or oh, these some of these prices these days, Gav, uh, they really do. Um, uh, they do nip away at you a bit. Some they of these do. prices. That's not the word I was looking for, but it will do. <laughs> um, he's really he's he's one of those players. He's flitted in and out of the team. He's not had that many minutes really, but. I've always seen Coleman say he's he's got he needs to get his head sort of screwed on, he needs to find his position, etc. Now he's really flourished in recent games at left back, left wing back. Um, but with the return of Norwich Loney Shipley at left back last weekend, he was pushed into more of a left midfield, left wing role mm-hmm. against Sutton for the first half. He actually then went back to left wing back for the second half because Shipley only played the forty five minutes, but then he scored a lovely goal from a fantastic move that he started very deep in his own half and ended up finishing, I think it was just inside the box. So I do think he's a player that's got a quite a big upside, but 
you know, it's, it's definitely not been missed. Um, before I, I fire it back to you for, I think you've got another selection. Mm-hmm. We probably should mention a, a left wing back that scored three in his last three. Do you think at some point, Gav? Um, well, yeah, I think yeah. I've, I've avoided talking about him because we picked the wrong one in Kellen Gordon a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? <laughs> when, scores, you know? he, scores, he scores too many goals. This, this <laughs> That's right. Um, Can't do with that. Here we go. Another another easy name for me here. Um, Nick Nick or Nicholas. Is it Sarulo? Sarulo? Silent T, uh, I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, silent T. Silent, silent me would be a better thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, three in last three. 15 to two for Crawley away at Grimsby. Uh, considering some of the prices these days, it's not, not ridiculous, but there we go. We'll mention I think we're in, a, we're in a, a golden, this is a golden... Uh, generation for wingbacks in a generation. I mean, like what eight games in the part of this season? The golden eight games this season. We, you know, we some good a lot of scoring, aren't there? A lot of scoring. You mean you'd put Sarula up there with what Harvey? Um, yeah, Adam Lewis maybe for Newport who gets four. Plenty. Jody Jones, Notts County. Mm. Um, who did I say? Uh, Jaden Fevrio is another at Colchester who keeps making the notebook high shot production, but he's a little bit too short in the market. But hey, there's a, there's a, we should, you know, we should do one of those every week, John. We should just take a position, take a division, and just, um, hey, give our, uh, Give our top three or our top five. Oh, not a bad idea. It's, uh, um, the yeah, the, uh, the goalkeeper section will be short. <laughs> it will be short. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we could pick our, you know, tune in next week for our favourite right backs in League That's One. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't, don't touch that dial, everyone. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I did have one more. Yeah, I did. Actually, I missed it off on, on League One, but when I got to the end of my notes and looking through some of the prices, I mentioned him earlier, but it'd be silly not to put up Sam Lavelle, wouldn't it? Who's, you know, scoring record probably does justify the 28 to one, but has been extremely busy from Carlisle corners recently, specifically at home, which is uh, where they'll be on Saturday hosting Derby. I thought Derby were interesting here because they've only, they've only traveled away from home three times. So both of their, well, all of their cut ties have all been at home. One of those was Burton, where they travelled away, which is basically not away. It's just down the road. I, I wondered whether, hey, for once, a long trip for Derby. Perhaps Carlisle can get at them here. Lavelle's a big price to have in your pocket. You've got to scroll all the way down on odds checker. Um, yeah, what more do you want? Centre-half, playing at home against a um, vulnerable team, maybe on the road, and he's getting on the end of plenty of set pieces. I'll add Sam Lavelle, 1.28 to 1 for Carlisle against Derby. Um, John, let's rattle through them because I know we um, we should do a better job just uh, <laughs> reminding people who we bat and who they play for. Um, I'll start us off. So I had, uh, yeah, Lassa Sorensen starting us off for Lincoln, 16 to 1 on their visit to Portsmouth. Will Boyle for Wrexham's visit to Stockport, 12 to 1. And Sam Lavelle. 28 to 1 for Carlisle as though they host Derby. John, what were yours? Uh, we'll go with Ryan Manning at 16 to 1, one point uh, for Southampton against Middlesbrough. And in League 2, we'll go for another one point win on Cameron Norman at 12 to 1 for MK Dons versus Sutton United. Fantastic. John, we rattled through those in only 20 minutes, although we did do 45 minutes yesterday. So 
for the yeah. benefit of doubt for our listeners that we won't expect them to listen too much of our voices for over an hour um but good weekend ahead we go all the way from friday all the way through to monday loads of action there to get stuck into and hopefully hopefully a few quarter goal xgs to whinge about this time next week john good to see you good to speak to you uh, be lucky everyone whatever it is you're backing um, and we'll do it all again soon cheers Gav.